Hello, star seeds, and welcome to another episode of Rooted in Starlight. We're going to just dive right in as we are in the energy of this Scorpio new moon that took place on November the 13th. And as I said in the previous episode, this new moon was going to be, I mean, Scorpio itself is a sign that wants to deal with deep transformation. It wants us to look beneath the surface. Um, it certainly connects us to our passions. Um, and that can be, you know, anything from something you enjoy doing to something you thoroughly believe in. Um, to something that gets you all hot and bothered in the right way. Um, we still have the Sun and Mars in Scorpio. Uh, Mercury, thank heavens, has crossed over the threshold into the sign of Sagittarius. That took place on November the 10th. Now just keep in mind with Mercury in Sagittarius, the energy of Sagittarius is certainly a little uh, lighter and uh, you know, certainly a bit more jovial than um, the energy of Scorpio. Um, but for Mercury, our one challenge is that Mercury is in its detriment in Sagittarius because Mercury is opposite its home sign of Gemini. So when planets are in their home sign, they're referred to as being uh, in their domicile sign. And when they're in the opposite sign of their home sign, they are in what is referred to as their detriment. Um, for Mercury, the challenge is Mercury obviously likes to... Um, review and be a part of the details. Mercury is all about the details and Mercury is about the small things. Um, and Sagittarius is literally the opposite of that. Sagittarius wants to look at the bigger picture, the grander scheme, um, you know, how the energies can support you in a long-term view as opposed to a short-term view or feeling like you need to have everything in place. And so um, that's going to be something to just keep in mind as Mercury is traveling through the sign of Sagittarius is that you may catch yourself you know, periodically thinking that you've got the information that you need and then realizing that, um, you know, that isn't the case. And Mercury is going to be in Sagittarius until December the 1st. Um, and then that will be when it moves into the sign of Capricorn. Um, and so, again, it's for Mercury being in Sagittarius, I think one of the things that can, that you can be doing and engaging in that is beneficial is really being able to, um, you know, connect to the spirit of things. Um, because that's very much what Sagittarius is about. Sagittarius is, um, very much about the philosophical, 
the long view, um, you know, and again, what's the, you know, the grand plan as, as opposed to, and part of that is because for Sagittarius um, being ruled by Jupiter, um, you know, it believes that you trust that things are going to work out the way they're meant to. Um, whereas certainly for Mercury itself, it prefers to be operating on the, um, you know, on the energy of, you know, I know it's going to work out because I planned it, I organized it, I've got all my facts straight. Um, and so just, um, you know, kind of embrace that, you know, if you find yourself in a situation where you don't fully have all the information uh, and you feel that you're working with enough of it to allow that to be something that, you know, allows you to move forward um, or embrace a situation or, or an experience that you might not normally have done. Um, because that's the other thing about Sagittarius is Sagittarius is also very much the sign that is about, you know, having us um, kind of get out of our own way and get out of ourselves and kind of suspend all the you know, the judgments and the ideas and the beliefs that we're so rooted in and to try and look at the world or look at any situation that you're dealing with with a different perspective. Um, and so that's very much what you're going to be working with with Mercury being in there um, for the remainder of this month. And as I said, for um, through December the uh, December the 1st. Um, and just to be, just to let you know, uh, once Mercury moves into Capricorn, he will be in Capricorn for a, an extended stay because Mercury will be going back into Cap, Mercury will be going retrograde while it is in Capricorn. I will have more on that as we get into the month of December, but I'm just giving you a bit of a heads up that obviously the holiday season is going to be kicking into high gear, especially during the month of December. And yes, we will have Mercury slowing down and preparing to go retrograde in Capricorn. Um, and once it does that, it will actually move back into Sagittarius in a retrograde state. So that's important just to keep in mind that something that might come up now while Mercury is in um, Sagittarius, could very well be something that comes back around um, that you end up needing to revisit, um, you know, especially if it's something that you were working on and you thought what you were working on was, you know, that you had everything you needed. Um, and so just keep that in mind for the themes and the things that might be coming up for you while Mercury is in Sagittarius. Um, getting back into the Scorpio energy, though, uh, I'm sure all the fixed signs are enjoying uh, all the uh, intense energy that has been happening. Uh, this has definitely been a Scorpio season to remember. We have had... All the planets uh, with Mercury, the Sun, and Mars, so when I say all the planets, I mean those three planets which were at one point traveling together, they all spent their time in, in um, 
in traveling very closely together in Scorpio, the Sun and Mars are still traveling very closely together. Um, and the challenge this month has been, especially if you're a fixed sign, and again, especially if you're a Taurus or a Scorpio, um, you've probably noticed it. Your challenge has been the fact that um, we had the Sun and Mars and Mercury all at one point oppose Jupiter, who is retrograde in Taurus. Um, in the last episode, I did... Uh, give some insight on this new moon um, that we've had because the new moon was very much connected with the planet Uranus, who is also in Taurus, also is retrograde. Um, and because of the degree of the new moon, that 20 degree, we had the moon and the sun and Mars all oppose Uranus at one point. And so, um, you know, for Mars and Uranus, that actually happened on Veterans Day 1111. Um, and so hopefully for most of you, I know myself, I literally am watching. And one of the things I, this is part of why I do the rundowns for the beginning of each month um, just to have you like circle certain days, because depending on your sign, I know for me, I am literally planning my life around some of these oppositions because I certainly, as an empath, first off, I certainly feel all this information, I feel this energy intensely. Um, and then couple that with the fact that I am a Taurus rising with a Leo sun. So, um, this is definitely, uh, with the fixed energy in my chart, this is definitely energy that I've been feeling and am kind of <laughs> looking forward to uh, November 22nd when the sun will move into Sagittarius. Um, but just so you know, that does bring a little bit of its own challenge, but only um, initially. When Mercury first moved into Sagittarius, one of the first things it did on the 10th was that it had a square with Saturn, who is stationed direct, Saturn stationed direct on November the 4th. It is still in its stationing process because Saturn moves so slow um, that it is still literally sitting at zero degrees of Pisces and will be at zero degrees of Pisces for um, pretty much the remainder of most of this um, this month. So what that means is everything that's, you know, what we have left now in Scorpio is um, the Sun and Mars, um, and each of them will be moving into Sagittarius next week. Um, and... When they do, one of the first things they will be doing once they move into Sagittarius is they will have each of them their own squares with the Saturn. Um, and so that energy can feel a little heavy. Um, you know, 
with with Mercury, what was interesting is that happened on the 10th. And so you had this weekend, which was Veterans Day weekend of all weekends, where you had this uh, Mercury-Saturn square on um, Friday, and then you had the Mars opposition with Uranus on Saturday, um, and then had the new moon. We just had that on Monday, um, which then both the moon and the sun had their opposition to Uranus. And that energy, um, I think you'll start feeling that lightening up. If you haven't already, you'll definitely start feeling that lightening up by Wednesday the 15th. Um, and then what's nice for this week is the other energy that we have is going to be taking place on Friday the 17th. And that is when we will have Mars and the Sun have a trine to Neptune. Um, Neptune is in Pisces uh, and Neptune is also uh, moving retrograde right now. And both Mars and both Mars and the Sun will be having a trine. Remember, trines are a favorable aspect, um, and they usually how favorable they are does depend on the planets themselves. Um, so, the Sun is someone. The Sun is a planet and or a luminary that is really able to adapt its energy, not only to the sign that it's in, um, where it finds a way to express itself in, you know, an Aries way or a Scorpio way as we are right now, or in, you know, a Sagittarius way once it moves into Sagittarius. <clears throat> and so because of that, the sun is able when it's having aspects with most, um, you know, with most of the planets, it's able to kind of come to the table and be able to offer something in some way that is going to work with the conversation. And so with a trine, definitely with um, the sun and Neptune, remember Neptune is all about our, you know, deep spiritual um, belief uh, in the universe and, and very much that, you know, does the universe really have my back? Um, Neptune is also about dreams and visions, um, <clears throat> which means you could be coming into a period where, especially if you're a Pisces, um, and I would say for any of the water signs, so obviously Scorpio, um, because that's where the sun and Mars are, Pisces, that's where Neptune is, and that's Neptune, uh, Pisces is Neptune's home sign. And um, this would also be something that uh, Cancers would feel as well. And so definitely pay attention to any dreams or messages. Um, and that includes daydreams. Um, one of the things that happens sometimes is that when we talk about dreams, we usually can get into a space where we're presenting it as a way of, you know, you're going to fall asleep and you're going to get your eight hours of sleep and have REM state. And then from there have some kind of dream state that then you wake up and recall the dreams. And for many people, obviously your schedules are not, um, 
always that accommodating for you to be in that kind of a situation. Um, and so what I do find sometimes is that messages will come through, um, and, and, um, you know, and signs can come through for you, especially during this, um, this building of this aspect that's taking place on Friday, it can very well come through in things that you see, a song that comes on the radio, um, you know, or even just, you know, having your mind wander, um, you know, while you're looking out the window of a car or if you're, you know, on a train or, um, you know, or even if you're just sitting there doodling. Um, so obviously journaling is a great practice for this new moon. Journaling um, was something that's very good to be working with, to be writing down your intentions. I give the new moon a three-day window. So um, I give it that first 72 hours where you have that opportunity to really be kind of formulating what intention or intentions you may want to be working with for that particular uh, new moon month. Um, and so that is definitely something to be considering um, over the next day or two, um, you know, to be journaling what it is that you might want, especially, you know, if it's something that you do feel you're very passionate about or it really is living deep inside you. Um the other thing about Scorpio is Scorpio is, um, you know, the sign that really helps connect us to our shadow selves. Um, it connects us to that place that if you've done shadow work, then you are someone that is kind of, you know, you're able to be looking at yourself and say, here's what is, you know, that works for me. Here's the things that I see as strengths and gifts. And here are the things that I have uh, challenges with, or here's the way I can get stuck. Here's the way I can self-sabotage. Here's the way I can, um, you know, have trouble engaging or being welcoming. Um, and that's very much when you're able to be looking at your life and looking at how you uh, maneuver and and work with um, the you know the things that come through, whether it's challenges or um, you know or blessings, and how you work with them. Um, when you're able to really understand where all of your energy comes from, that's very scorpion because that's where you can say that you are familiar or certainly have embraced, you know, your, uh, you know, your natural higher self, the, the light side of you, as well as the shadow side that, um, you know, when you're able to do that, then you're either, you know, you're able to catch yourself if you end up in situations where um, you can get yourself into a dark place and start spiraling. Um, that can happen to the best of us. So, 
that is something uh, to be aware of, especially um, as we are, you know, closing out this week, because we have that nice energy with Neptune on the 17th. Um, and I think that's energy that's going to play out long. Uh, Neptune moves very slow. And so, and Neptune itself is very elusive. And so whatever might come up for you, um, you know, whether it's emotionally or, you know, things that you really are understanding about yourself or just, you know, the way of the world to engage in it, allow that to be something that you allow to play out on a, um, a longer period of time. Um, and then obviously we get into Saturday and the big thing we have, and I do believe in the last episode, I said, circle your calendar. We have the uh, Sun and Mars uh, Kazemi, or the conjunction. This is when Mars will be, um, you know, having this meeting, this conjunction with the Sun. And um, this is taking place in Scorpio. Now, keep in mind that for Mars, Scorpio, this is one of um, the signs that Mars actually rules. Mars is the traditional ruler of Scorpio. Um, so uh, how this energy is going to play out, you know, who can say? Um, it's definitely energy where I would say take a deep breath before you respond or react to anything, um, especially with social media. November 18th might be a good day to not even be on social media. That might be a good day to just say I'm doing a um, social media free day. And I want to engage with nature and I want to engage in, um, you know, reading a good book or I think if you use that energy, because keep in mind for Mars, Mars is the planet of action. And so that does mean that Mars needs its energy that it's working with you to be moving. So what you will find often is that when you are frustrated, that is a sign that Mars is trying to tell you, you're not moving my energy. My energy is in here. It wants to do something for you or it feels it needs to. And if it doesn't feel that it's being expressed, then that is where the shadow side of Mars comes forward with frustration, um, anger, um, you know, resentment. And so for the 18th, obviously, that is something that, you know, on a personal level, and on a micro level, um, you know, like I said, take a break from social media, maybe you want to keep the television off unless you're going to watch some holiday movies or, you know, just movies that are comedies or, you know, something like that. Maybe just make sure you stay away from the news and then use that energy. This is, a, that is definitely a great day to be using that energy to do something physical, but doing something physical that you are conscious of 
because one of your challenges with Mars, this is the challenge we have with Uranus. And so hopefully everyone has had a safe new moon. Um, we're just passing the energy. We're just really coming out of the energy of the the sun and the moon opposing Uranus. But the thing about Uranus and Mars is that because both of them can present things rather sudden because Mars does it too, because Mars was, is someone that Mars's energy is that reactive energy and Uranus's energy is this energy of, I want things to change. And sometimes it wants something to change just for the sake of change, which is where we can at times get in trouble uh, with ourselves or with others, depending on what might be going on and how that's playing out. So what you want to do with, you know, both Uranus and with um, Mars is really be focused on things that you're doing. Because when you're not, and those two planets are having aspects um, in a big way, and anytime any planet is aspecting the sun, that is a big aspect. It is a big aspect because the sun is the ruler of our universe. It is the ruler of our center itself. So you definitely want to be focused on what's going on. Um, and then that helps avoid um, as much as possible, the unexpected accidents and things that you wouldn't have, you know, thought could be possible. Um, and so definitely um, be aware of that. Other than that, I would say, though, that one of the things with this um, conjunction that may be beneficial is to be able, you know, to get outside, you know, and as you're paying attention, you know, if it's a beautiful day, go for a bike ride, go for a walk in the park, um, you know, just take some time to really enjoy yourself. Um, you know, maybe you want to play, you know, a game of football. Um, definitely, you know, here in North America, it's football season. And so, um, you know, just find different ways to um, express that energy in a way that can be very healthy and helpful. Um, obviously, on the global stage, uh, you know, the world just looks like it's coming apart at the seams. And uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I will do an episode um, later on down the line, um, I think before the year's out, though. If not, I'll do it for, you know, the, you know, the new year, 2024. Um, you know, because one of the challenges uh, as we move forward is, you know, we have now the nodes in Aries and Libra. Um, and, you know, just as a general theme, like literally what that means is the North node is in the sign of Aries, which is war. And the South node is in the sign of Libra, which is peace. And so to think that for the next year and a half, that is one of the main themes that we're going to be working with, obviously, not only with these eclipses, but with different planets having aspects to the North Node and the South Node. You know, that's that's going to be big and that's going to be heavy um, if you're not already feeling that. Like I said, I know for me personally, it seems like the world is coming apart at the seams. Um, and so... 
again, try and use, because on a, on a global level, I mean, the sun represents leaders, um, you know, political leaders, you know, leader, you know, company leaders, the sun represents, uh, people that are in charge, people that have authority. Um, sometimes that can be authority that, you know, that the general population perceives as them having, they may not necessarily really have it, but if enough people perceive that someone has that authority, then just by that nature, um, it comes off as being like that. Um, and obviously, like I said, with Mars, Mars is the god of war, but Mars is also the god of agriculture. Uh, I think sometimes we do uh, spend less time focusing on that, but Mars is the the, the sign. Um, Mars represent Mars rules Aries, which is the sign that begins the season of spring. It is the sign where you know, the beginning of life and the creation of all of life that the earth has to offer um, starts. And so that kind of energy can be very positive, um, especially coupled with the sun, but that is also very intense energy. Um, and so that is definitely something that you want to be aware of, um, hopefully, that's why I'm saying maybe you just want to take a social media break. Uh, hopefully, though, on a macro level that, the, you know, the sun and Mars in some fantastical way will provide us with something that we are very happy to see um, and, can, and can definitely embrace. Uh, I think what should be interesting, though, about that day as well is, <coughs> excuse me, is that we also, on that day, have the moon. The moon will be in um, Capricorn, and that's how it's going to start the day on the 18th, and then it will move into Aquarius, Um early in the morning on Saturday. Um, and so one of the last things that the moon will do before it moves into Aquarius is have a conjunction with Pluto. So we're going to have this conjunction between Mars and the sun. Um, that's at 1242 a.m., so that is energy that you could definitely be feeling, obviously, very intensely starting Thursday, certainly by Friday and Saturday, and then couple that in with the moon and the Pluto conjunction that will be taking place at 3.27 a.m. And, you know, <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, excuse me. Friday, Saturday could end up being, uh, you know, some intense days. Uh, what we can do, though, is, like I said, just hold on to that, that trine energy that the sun wants to have with Neptune and that Mars wants to have with Neptune. Um, <clears throat> I guess the biggest thing to be aware of, I always point this out with Neptune because Neptune is so elusive. I just feel it's important, <clears throat> excuse me, to be aware that... You know, there's a difference between 
you know, having something that you're working with that is uh, a dream or a vision or a message and then feeling and, and then realizing that, uh, you know, it really wasn't what you thought it was. I am someone that always jumps on Neptune about the rose colored glasses. So, you know, just make sure again that you're paying attention to the signs that you might be getting, getting at that time and, and seeing, you know, where that might be coming from. You know, is it something that's just fanciful? Um, or is it something that you could actually possibly be working with? And then, you know, like I said, Saturday is going to be Saturday. Uh, just keep in mind that deep breaths are always the first and best response to have. Um, that's also a good day to do some meditation. I think one of the things that will be nice is that we will be closing the weekend out with a trine between the moon and Venus. Keep in mind, Venus is in her home sign uh, of Libra. <clears throat> and so, you know, hopefully, um, you know, that the, the, um, the trine that the moon is going to make uh, while the moon is in Aquarius to Venus in uh, Libra will be something that will kind of help close the energy out really nicely for the weekend. I think some of that will obviously depend on how things play out between the sun and the Mars conjunction on Saturday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then when we get into Monday, we have the sun having a sextile with Pluto. Um, that is something we'll also have the second quarter moon starting on Monday, the 20th. Um, for those living in the United States, that's going to be kicking off the Thanksgiving Day week, uh, so to speak. Thanksgiving is celebrated here in the United States on the 23rd. Um, and so... Um, you know, the sun having a sextile with Pluto, um, you know, both of those planets, again, are powerhouses. Pluto is obviously in those last couple degrees of Capricorn and will be there until January. Uh, I will tell you, if you have not felt that Pluto has literally... Uh, done its best to uh, undo and tear down structures and systems, which are two of the things that Capricorn rules over. I almost feel like you just haven't been paying attention. I think one of the things I want to do with Pluto before it moves back into Aquarius, which it will do in uh, early 2024, um, is just make a list of what are some of the th events that took place while Pluto was in Capricorn. Um, but I also have to say, when it's in these last couple degrees, this 28 and 29 degree of Capricorn, I just find that the energy can be incredibly intense. Um, and then we will have the sun moving into Sagittarius on the 22nd 
which uh, the son will really enjoy. Um, just be prepared. Uh, Thanksgiving Day we is when we'll have the square between uh, the sun and Saturn. Um, and I feel like that in itself is something that can work out well. I don't feel like that's something that is necessarily... Um, that is necessarily um, challenging. I think possibly on some level that would just depend on, especially here in the States, that would just depend on who your family is. Um, but one of the things, it can lend to some serious energy. Uh, it could also lend, just be prepared with the sun having the square with Saturn. It can also lend to draining energy. So it could be energy that you end up not understanding why you might be more tired than usual or just feeling drained or, you know, maybe not necessarily feeling um, as engaged as uh, you would like to. So just be aware of that. Like I said, that's taking place on the 23rd. And that is the day that we celebrate Thanksgiving here in the United States. And then we have Mars moving into the sign of Sagittarius on the 24th, that is the Friday. And then you'll have Mars squaring Saturn on the 25th. I will leave it at there. We do have a full moon obviously coming up on the 27th, but I will have another episode out before then uh, to be covering that full moon. Uh, that is actually what is considered my full moon. I have a moon in Gemini. So for those of you that have a Gemini moon, this is your full moon as this is the full moon in Gemini and that will be taking place on the 27th. So one of the things you want to do is kind of look back to six months ago when we had the new moon in Gemini, just to get an idea of uh, what you, how you thought things have unfolded for you since then. And then that gives you a good indication of maybe what it is you feel you want to be letting go of, what might need to be released. Um, and so I will have more on that particular episode uh the next episode that I do, which will cover the full moon. And then, yeah, I mean, we're wrapping up not only the month of November, but then we'll, you know, we're getting closer and closer to wrapping up the year 2023. <coughs> Excuse me. Once I, once my allergies start bothering me, I'm like, oh, that's the sign to wrap the show up as well. Um, uh, but I cannot do that without first saying, uh, with everything that's been going on, um, I almost forgot this, but this is also my second anniversary of this podcast. And so I want to deeply, deeply, deeply thank all of you that tune in and listen. I am very, very grateful that you are supporting me on this journey. I am very appreciative uh, that you allow me to share something that is very much a passion for me um, and really a guiding star for me. And uh, I look forward to this third year. I will say that this second year was a bit rocky. Um, you know, the sophomore year can always be a touch and go, but I am looking forward to embracing this 
um, third year that I'm going into and really seeing, um, you know, what's going to unfold for that and how I can, you know, just, um, share more of myself and, um, you know, this, uh, you know, this gift and this, and this, uh, love that I have for the way the planets, um, are always speaking to us. Um, so thank you again, um, for hanging in there, for being, um, a regular listener. And I look forward to, um, you know, expanding this, uh, podcast as I know that, um, the journey itself will expand, um, and allow me to do so as well. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook under Rooted in Starlight and under Trisha Morrissey. You can also follow me on Instagram under Trisha.Morrissey.31. And if you have any questions, you are inter- or if you are interested in a consultation, I do believe now that we're getting ready to go into December, I will be having a special offer that I will be putting out there. Um, if you have any questions though or are interested in a consultation, you can reach me th- via email at rooted in starlight, which is all one word, rooted in starlight at gmail.com. And remember, Reach high, for the stars lie hidden in your soul. Thank you, everyone.